0: Well, hello everyone. Spring has sprung and optimism is in the air. A few more warmer days are creeping in and sport as a whole is in full swing. So it makes sense that we'd gather today for another episode of The Common Man. And joining me as always, first, let's welcome Friendy. G'day hey, horse, it's good to be back. Uh, and can I just say,
1: there was a I got a few inquiries from last time about uh, some excitement. They they quite enjoyed the duo. Um, oh, right. so you know, uh, just throwing it out there from the get go. But we, uh, I know you've got someone else to bring in.
0: I do because he he might have missed last episode, but he's back today. His <laughs> nuance, insights, and ball handling skills left a gap in our team, in my opinion. Welcome, Forty.
2: Well, thanks, Horse. It's nice to be missed somewhat, at least from yourself, uh, by the sounds of it, friendy. Um, you happy to be a duo with uh, Horse and see you forward.
1: Well, well can I just uh, say that I don't prefer the duo. I'm okay. just saying the feedback that was given. Uh, I know.
2: I know you so... came up to me afterwards and going, oh, just, I feel like we just need the, the, the trio back. We need the, uh, the threesome back. I, need, oh, I was like missing we, we my third leg. To
1: Correct. It it felt like we uh, we forgot to wear underwear or something. Like it just, you know, we're fully clothed
2: when we're all three of us here. Oh, you guys did a great job, and I listened to it afterwards, and I was like, yeah, it was good, but you know, it was just, it felt, it felt weird. Well, that's what I was
0: going to ask you. How did it feel being an outsider and just listening in, not knowing what was going to be
2: said? Yeah, well, it was very different, very different experience. I have to say, horse, and it was interesting. Um listening to 40s diary and not being the one to read it out. And I'm like, it's like, I felt almost violated. Like someone's (laughs) invaded my diary and decides (laughs) to read some pages out of it. I'm like, but you uh, sent it through. That is true, but it still felt, I still felt violated.
0: (laughs) Now, speaking of violations, I don't know, is this a violation, um, 40, you and Friendy being so closely aligned and laughing and getting along this week. Cause I heard a whisper that last night you actually refed Friendy's basketball semifinal and he's playing in a grand final and you might be refing that as well.
2: Well, look, hopefully, hopefully I'll be refing the grand final. And yes, I did ref uh Frendy, uh in his domestic basketball semifinal, preliminary final, but I did call a few violations. Did call a few fouls. I think I called the most fouls I've ever called in you, Friendy. And uh, uh, look, Randy wasn't look, happy about a couple of them, but if, you know, um, explain the situation.
1: I say, uh if you're looking at grades, 40 is without a doubt an A grade umpire. But I reckon last night I'd give him a B plus.
2: <laughs> in his <laughs> opinion. Do you think it's like...
0: <laughs> it's like, um, you know, they say like, if you teach or coach your own children you're a bit harsher on them do you think that's what was coming through last night friendy do you think 40 was being no, harsher on I, you because he say, didn't, to, didn't want to be accused of bias
1: can i be fair to ford he's ref me a few times now um and we play it's it's a pretty high high level it's the highest comp in geelong and um uh 40 has always he has no bias. I can honestly say that. I never feel a bias either strongly against me or strongly for me. Uh, he's very good in in those situations. But um, this season has been a bit different for me because I'm, I'm no longer just a player. I'm now a player coach. Mm. And it takes it to a whole other level because I feel like I've got to fight for my players, but also I've got to play at the same time. And <laughs> I things know. can get a little exactly. heated from time to time.
2: It's it's a different for this season. And, uh, you know, I'm, I call it how I see it. And uh, I don't look at... Uh, and he saw it name. wrong, but that's okay. <laughs> and uh, when, and friendy a couple of times, he he may think that he was uh, in the right, <laughs> but I'm telling you, we'll go to the footage, I'm more than happy to review. Uh, well, it, it's a different friendy out in the basketball on the
0: court this season, but it's the same old friendy, and it's the same old 40 here today in the Common Man HQ. So I reckon we should get started. And yes, it's been a while since we've had this segment. In fact, it might have just been one time that we ever had it. But I'm really excited, guys, because today we're bringing back Horstead's Hammer.
1: Horstead's Hammer.
2: Oh, yes. Yeah. It's been yeah. far too long. And look, is that after the intro, like ching?
0: Well, I don't know. We'll find out <laughs> if I put it in before or after. <laughs> um. Hey, today. I'm here. I'm Judge Horstead. I'm here to make my judgment call. And uh, there is one organization that is in my sights today, and that is the AFL. Dear AFL, thanks for the last 24 weeks, the ups, the downs, the umpiring mistakes, the close finishes, and after the siren goals, a six-month journey in the making. Thanks for taking us along this magical journey before making us spend a week in absolute limbo for no sufficient reason. Yes, I'm talking about the pre-finals bye. With my team not making it this year, I'm seeing it through a different lens, a blurred lens, where I actually needed reminding that the AFL season isn't already over. Talk about an anti-climax to a premiership. I literally forgot that it's still yet to be determined until I was reminded on the radio on Tuesday morning. So. Thanks for getting us ready and excited and then just leaving us hanging. Thanks for allowing the qualifying final winners two weeks off in three weeks, inevitably leaving them out of match practice going into their biggest game of the year. And now you've added gather round to the mix. Thanks for making the season even longer than it needs to be, reducing the pre-season of those that go deep into September for the following year. But in the words of NSYNC, there's only one thing left to say. It might sound crazy, but it ain't no lie. AFL, it's time to say... Bye, bye, bye. Oh. Wow. And that is hammer. Scabble. There's
1: there's a lot of things I agree with you on, but this may be the thing I agree with you most on. Well said.
2: Until next week. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Forty, are you with me on this? I'm I'm 100% behind your horse. Couldn't, Couldn't agree with you more. This is a ridiculous week off. It's just so
0: unnecessary. Just, I just have lost all momentum. I, I'm i actually having to mentally go, can I be bothered getting back
2: on oh, for the football? I actually feel like the footy season's over. Now, that could be because Geelong is out.
0: 100% <laughs> that's why I'm feeling like this. But, <laughs> it Frendy, doesn't, you... it doesn't, It's still not the point. You've been here a few times now, friendy. Does it change? <laughs> oh, mm.
1: No, look, I uh I went down to Ballarat last week uh to watch uh, Harley Reid play and um just just keeping an eye on him and he's and he's ready to go. Did
2: you give him a massage too, Friendy or what?
1: <laughs> I'm not. I'm not a masseuse.
2: Keep him up and about in yep. the week off. Yep. Make sure water boy out there. Gatorade.
1: Oh, I did say, look, if you're going to come to the Eagles, a haircut would would serve you well. But um, other than that. Uh, so if the Tassie team are in or when they come in, are they going to extend the top eight to a top nine or top ten for finals?
0: I don't necessarily think they will straight away. Uh, eight is a lot mm. easier to put something together than a once top you get, nine. Once you get to 20 teams, though, you're going to have to, aren't you? We'll wait and see. Anyway, my point, scrap the bite. Yep. Hey, we're just going to keep moving. We're going to move across to you now, Friendy, because mm. every come time – Every time this plays, uh, some people, I don't know if this is a positive (laughs) or a negative, but some people say that this intro is the highlight of our 2.0 podcast. So let's uh, let's let it run. (laughs) Eins, vai, drei, vier, fünf, 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 fünf. Friend is five. Yeah. Friend is five. Uh, Friend is five. Ha ha.
1: Well, thanks, Horse. Uh, Forty, this is now the third instalment of uh, Friendies 5, and um, can I just say again, good, Bob, good feedback? Probably Here's one of my favourite favorite intros of all time, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, you're one of the ones that's on the uh, the gravy train for that, I do know <laughs> this. Now, lads, We obviously we've had the World Cups going on at the moment, and it's not quite finished yet, and it looks like I think the USA are going to get it again, which I know we might talk about soon, but... It, it leaves me with this thought of uh, our boomers team uh, yeah. who haven't haven't been great this uh, this world cup probably a lot of high expectations over promised under delivered a little bit off the back of a really good olympic campaign winning the bronze medallion but it, it it's led me to put together my top 5 boomers of all time uh, now i'm not that old so i haven't gone too far back into the ages but I've got how my far top five. Yeah. Uh, not far back. Good, good question. Look, they were playing in the 90s, so like 90s 2000 2010. We're talking the last 30 years really. Okay. okay. Haven't gone okay. haven't gone basically
2: how old basically uh, how old
1: you are? One of them one of them in the top 5 did play in the 80s. So we're going 80s. 80s okay. through to 2000. I think we know who that is. All right, yeah. I think we course. can guess that one. So now I've put this in order of who I think is the the top five and then i want to hear from you guys or oh, we can even talk about them as we go but before we get there honor, oh, honorable excellent. mentions yes three honorable mentions joe ingles yep. matthew Vadova, and chris anstey are three honorable mentions okay and then we're going to start with uh number five coming in at number five is the great and this may be a bit low on some of your list but luke longley luke longley comes in at number five Friend, he's five on the boomers all time list.
0: Yep, there, have there. You, have you got some stats on how many times Longley represented the green and gold? Yeah, because yeah, I don't so know he, how
2: often he did. Did he?
1: The big one, um, that he did miss was he had uh ankle surgery for the 96 campaign, uh, which, which was going would have been to be prime, he would have been prime, prime Longley, Longley. yeah, correct. And we still finished fourth that campaign. That's which right. Quite, quite remarkable, they, right? They we were amazing. very good.
2: Very good at finishing yes. fourth. We had. Yes. We had as a very good team though.
1: Yes, we did, I mean, we had like um. Andrew Daisy, Fla-hoff,
0: Shane Hill, Flyhoff, Bracky. So we probably Leroy didn't see the best. Is <laughs> yeah. a naturalized Australian.
1: Yeah. Ricky Grace was in there at some point, Carl Bruton. Um, yeah. we, we probably didn't get to see the best of Luke Longley in the green and gold, hence why he's only made my my number five spot. But I think yep. he certainly was the one that started to put Australia on the map um, with being relevant, I think. So he comes at number five. Um, number four, This guy, I loved watching this guy play. Uh, obviously, there's a very famous clip of him uh, coming up against Charles Barkley, and it, it's yep. the great Shane Hill. Yes.
2: Uh,
1: the sling the sling shooter.
2: Shane Hammerhill. Shane Hammerhill. That's um, the one.
1: He represented Australia at four Olympics, uh, was certainly a go-to guy offensively. Um, you know, he would keep us in games. He'd win us games. He was just a shooting machine.
2: He's a and he just character. had character.
1: He had that common man mentality of, I won't back down. I don't
0: care how big you are. He, he um He got a a contract in the NBA after famously standing up to Charles Barkley in that game as well, didn't he sort of off the back of that? He got a bit of global, uh, traction.
2: And I think, Mm -hmm. yeah, had a bit, it was a bit of a fiery, uh, uh, temperament to him. Yeah. I remember watching, uh, Shane
0: down at the arena, uh, not, he did play for the Supercats, but I remember watching him playing against the Supercats, maybe for the Sydney Kings, when he was like right at his peak and just shutting the door on the Supercats in the last season that they were in the NBL. Was that 95. Bobby Locke days? That was post-Bobby Locke. Bobby Locke, you're talking 89, 90, 91. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, was, this was Cecil Lexham days. Yes.
2: Yep. And Cecil Ian Exum. Stacker yep. as the coach. Yeah, Ray Borner.
0: Yep, yep.
2: Lots yeah, of great you, you're names. You're trying to have
1: some good names there, guys. That's a uh, good memory. Um, but yeah, no, Hammer heel uh, he was great. And he um, he pioneered the start of the South Dragons, if you remember, in the NBL yep. days as well. Yep. But uh, yeah, so Shane Hill comes in at number four. Number three, this won't come as a surprise, I don't think. Again, a bit like Luke Longley, we probably didn't see the best of him in green and gold, but Andrew Bovick come comes in at number three. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Um, and I reckon played, we
2: didn't see his full potential either.
1: No, yeah. and, and one of his best campaigns was in the 2004 Olympics where he was only eight, oh, he might have been 18 or 19, and he was still at college. And everyone was like, Who is this guy? And then literally the next year, he was the number one draft pick in the NBA. Yeah. Um, so very good, you know. And I thought he was gonna be, be a machine, but. He was, even in the 2019 uh, FIBA World Cup, the last one, he was just so smart, yeah, wasn't he? Yeah, definitely. Um, And we're missing him. We're missing someone. Yeah. We're missing missing someone like him this time around. Oh, big Um, time. Big time. Just, you know, Jock Lando going down didn't help, so. That
2: hurt. That hurt massively. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, how how many offensive rebounds did we give up over the journey of, of this tournament? Based on the fact we didn't have a legitimate center in there.
1: Yep. And what I liked about Bogut too was he was the, he was the one that made you believe that uh, USA aren't invincible. Like he was, like we, we lost them by under 10 points. And the reporters were like, Oh, does it feel like a win? He's like, how can it feel like a win when we lost? Like he made you believe that we were good enough to beat the USA team. And I I think that's, that's, that stands for itself as well. I love that well,
2: well Steve Kerr often talked about him in terms of his basketball IQ was extremely high mm. and just how he made other players around him better yep. He was happy yep. to you know just do those small things and um, you know set his teammates up for success. So yep. he was quite highly um, respected Oh for sure yeah correct.
1: Um, so, yeah, that's number three. Uh, I reckon he probably could have been a little bit higher if we saw a bit more of him in the greeting God. He did miss one Olympics, which probably didn't help. But um, coming number
2: One or two here. For coming in coming? Number yeah. two.
0: We know the two names, don't we? Correct. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. Um, it's just and we can order. discuss, discuss
1: uh, what you guys have done. Look, this person is my number two. Could very easily be number one. And And to be honest with you, Maybe by the end of it, he is. But uh, coming in at number two know. is Paddy Mills. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, and, and the reason why I've put him in there is he is uh, number two on the all-time scoring list for the Boomers. Uh, he's certainly led the charge with really building our culture um, and really brought all of Australia together Mm. Um to yep. really get behind our guys. He obviously brought us our first medal and was it forty-five or forty-six points he dropped in that game? Ridiculous. Um, yep. It was unbelievable. He carried, and look, us. He carried us in that he, game. He literally has carried and he's probably carried us the last couple of you know, it's it's really up until this yep. Fever World Cup where you go, it's time to hand the baton on.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um even ball, even whatever. then it was but, uh it seemed a bit like he carried us in first halves and then giddy Took over in second halves a few times. Correct, correct. That's
1: right. Yeah. Um. But next year he will um come level with the amount, same amount of Olympics as the number one person. Mm-hmm. Um. And I think by the end of it, he probably will go to most people's number one list of all time boomers. But for now, I've got him at number two, lads. Yep. So, so who's your number one, friendy? Number one, he's oh, come on. He's he's ba- he basically <laughs> makes the bounce operate and function properly. Uh, he's <laughs> fantastic on that show. Um, uh, but Andrew Gaze, I don't know Gaze. how that equates to
0: him as being the number <laughs> yeah, one. That's, that's right. Like a Andrew show.
1: Gaze is, uh, still to me, the greatest. Yeah, look, he's probably still the greatest Australian basketball player we've had. To yep. be fit. People think, oh, I forgot all these NBA guys. The reality is he should have played a 10, 15-year career in the NBA. Um, yeah. And nowadays it he really would. Done. Mm. Correct, correct. Um, well, the greatest and, uh, scorer we've ever seen. He's got,
2: a, he's got an NBA championship ring to his he does. Uh, he does. resume. Off he? the bench for the Spurs. The Spurs? Yes, yes. Yeah, played two minutes, I think, in the whole season. <laughs> yeah, that was enough. Um, And is oh. he... We need
1: to fact check this, and I'm sorry I haven't done this earlier. Is he the number one scorer in FIBA of all time?
0: Or is it Oscar? There's a. Uh, maybe a number two. I don't think. yeah, He must I be number, number two one. Then. Number one is Oscar Schmidt from Brazil. Well done, Matt. Number two is Luis Scola of Argentina, and Gazy comes in at number three in cumulative all time scorers in FIBA history. You know that I'll fact-check that one. Yeah, he's you know definitely number one for
1: Australia. I know that. And Paddy Patty needs to do a fair bit of work to chase that down still. Um, but, uh, yeah, Andrew Bogart, thoughts, guys? You probably could have mixed them, changed them, but um, I think oh, until Paddy's all said and done, I think you've got to keep it uh, gaze for now.
2: Friendy, I reckon you're pretty spot on there. I I, I I pretty much agree with all those suggestions, even your honourable mentions. I think uh, Dali definitely... Uh, Jingle, about- and who was your third one?
1: Well, I said Manny Nielsen. uh, not Manny Nielsen. um, Chris no. Anstey. I mean, Aaron Baines yep. is probably another one you throw in there, as honorable yeah.
0: mentioned. Phil yeah, Smythe, uh, what I, about Phil Smythe? Phil Smythe yes. a good
1: player, he was very he was. good.
0: He was the general, he was uh, he was the captain of the boomers there for a number of years yep. as well.
1: Yep, I mean, Joe, Joe Ingles is probably the one that's next on the list. I reckon Joe comes in at six. Um, what?
2: Yeah, I don't know. I feel like yeah, uh, you Luke Long. Oh, you Luke Long was what did you have him? He got fifth. in. So I went Luke was...
1: Luke fifth, Shane fourth, Bogart three, Mills two, Gaze one.
0: Well, I can't fault one and two because for me they were always going to be heads and shoulders. I think I think two. they're a lock. Yeah,
2: yeah. I reckon I reckon you've got a pretty solid top five there, friend. He couldn't agree with you more.
1: And I reckon by the end of it, too, I reckon uh, the way Josh Giddy's going, he probably joins oh, yep. that elite group of Mills and gays by the end of it.
0: Yep. I agree. Certainly on that trajectory.
1: Ah, uh, look, there, there's my third installment, guys. Hope you guys that are listening uh, agree. If you don't agree with it, I'd love to know who you'd have in your top five um, and looking forward to being inundated with those emails.
0: Eins, zwei, drei, vier, fünf, 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 fünf. Friend is five, yeah. Friend is five. Oh, friend is five. Ha ha. Well, thanks, Friendy. That was great. A, a little bit of a, a boomer's trip down memory lane, and it, it sort of segues beautifully into our next little segment, which I've called called World Cup Wanderings, because you know this year I think we've had the the most World Cups back to back that I can think of. We would had the Women's World Cup football. Uh, the netball uh we've now got the fever world cup and next month we've got the cricket 50 over world cup coming up i'm thinking has there been a bigger year of world cups 40 can you think of anything in the past where it's been so constant
2: no i can't i don't, I don't know is this a bit of a catch up from covid or um it does seem quite yeah. there's there's a lot of uh, a lot of world cups and obviously even yeah, Commonwealth Games and all that sort of stuff uh is when's Commonwealth Games next year. Yeah, forget <laughs> that. But twenty twenty six. It's the Olympics there, it's... next year. Another yeah.
0: Olympics.
2: Exactly. So I can't remember, horse. It's been amazing. And even I suppose to have the the uh women's World Cup, FIBA World um was it FIFA F- FIFA. Yeah. FIFA. yeah the women's FIFA world cup in Australia as well to top it all off. Like that's amazing. Oh, unbe- unbelievable. And I think it
0: showed the world that we could host the men's as well, given the opportunity. Fingers crossed that uh, Dan Andrews hasn't destroyed that opportunity for us in the future with the Commonwealth yeah. games debacle. Uh, oh. It did get me wondering about how many world championships exist out there. And and it's actually led to, to a little bit of research that I'm going to share with you guys today. Because um, I found out... Horse, before you go
1: there, you've actually missed one. We've also got the Rugby World Cup starting next month too. There
2: you go. Ridiculous. <laughs> There's we... got to be some other eclectic World Cup. That yeah, that's right, that's right. Well. Yeah. Uh, like, it's just World like, Cups Like the darts, the darts championship. Well,
0: this is where we're headed because I've done some research and actually... There's World Cups for everything nowadays. Like, everything has its own World Championships. And I wanted to share with you um, the top five weirdest World Championships that I was able to find. Um, and what I'll do, I'll tell you... And, th- Friendy, don't don't be concerned. This isn't a Friendy's Five scenario. I, I just ended on five. I actually had to trim the list of 20... Down and I I don't know, he thought five was a nice number. I don't know where yeah, I got it. You that could number. you could have done four, you could have done six. That's okay. We'll stick with five. That's fine. Well, maybe, maybe after the edit it'll be down to three. <laughs> uh and here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna explain what the particular world championship is, and then as a team, we have to decide which one of us would represent team common man if we were sending I like this. So I the like first it. the first one I've got is uh it's held in each year in the the snoring club in antwerpen in in belgium belgium and it is the world beard and mustache championships which uh, is to celebrate the sport of international bearding judging is based on 17 distinct categories broken down into three distinct groups mustaches partial beards and full beards where are we at boys Oh, horse! I think we we all
1: dabble in a little bit of facial hair, but no one grows a thicker beard than yourself. I wouldn't have thought.
0: I probably, yeah. I look. If I I grew it out, I could probably uh, really push out the bristles a bit more. And I have been rocking this beard for uh, over ten years now, actually, non stop. Okay. So I think I might have the credentials. But forty. So you haven't clean shaved for ten years. Correct. I've had wow. a beard since 2013. Since I got back from a big holiday with a beard and just left it. 40? 40. 40's rocked a good beard once upon a time like during your sabbatical He has. Fall, he, has. he and he's I was got during, thicker than mine. During nine. Covid.
2: Oh, the Covid, <clears throat> Covid. Yeah, just uh decided just to keep growing it and yeah. It was it was strong to quite strong. I can
0: see in your eyes that you think probably you could grow a better beard than me.
2: (laughs) I I reckon I've grown a longer beard than you. Oh, potentially you have.
0: But there was also
2: also, like. I also grew a beard uh, for a audition for Survivor. So uh, I made sure I grew it for, how long was it? For 55 days. Back in the back of the start of Survivors, it was 55 days. And so I made sure I grew a. Beard fifty five days and said this is what I will look like on day fifty five when I win Survivor.
1: <laughs> I'm still filthy filthy to get in there, Ford.
2: <laughs> top hundred, top hundred as well. Yep. But the- I have um grown a couple of times. I've I've uh grown a pretty strong beard horse. Yep. I'm not denying that. I'm not
0: denying that. I'm just I suppose it just came from the fact if we were to look at the three of us tonight, I would have the most prominent beard. Mm, I I'd agree.
2: Definitely. I mean babyface friend over there. And he's trying I, to get something going on with I the I get mustache. a little patchy yeah, yeah. in
1: between uh, you know, but anyway. A
2: bit, a bit well, of fluff on, on between his nose I mean, and lips.
0: There are three there are three elements to the competition. Friend, he could be mustache. Uh I could be partial beard, you could be full beard if we wanted to mix it up. Now, I've just decided for the sake of uh <laughs> harmony in everyone's lives we're going to remove number two so you guys can wonder what number two was but we're we're not going to say just move on but let's move on this one one is uh is a lot better uh it's in turn it's yeah it's it's a lot less controversial and this is the world cell phone throwing championship move over shot put and javelin there's a new throwing game in town in finland home of the air guitar and wife carrying championships. There's also a new national sport and that is called cell phone throwing. And the world championships happen in Finland and have for every year since 2000. Uh, And it's, it's quite simple contestants vie for the longest distance and best technique with phones that were provided or donated. So you don't actually have to throw your own phone. I reckon this one's got 40 written all over it. He's, he's Mr.
1: Technical. Uh, he likes to do things right by the book. And, um, when it comes to the art of throwing a cell phone, I feel like he would put in the required effort and practice to make sure that he's at the top of his game come World Cup.
2: I, think I it's stand all about by that equipment, friendly And, um, I can just recall my dad having the big brick phone that he'd have on his uh, belt uh, from his uh, days back in uh, mortar in the 90s. Mm-hmm. I think that has a good amount of weight and size that you could really, really sort of send that one uh, zinging a long way. <laughs> I, uh, I could imagine, I could actually, I could
0: picture you in training 40 for this one. Yep. Us putting yep. up some training clips of you down at Landy Field, just <laughs> swinging the arm around out of the discus, yep. uh, whatever it's called. You know, what whatever. I mean. Yep. Yep. Yes, that I thing, do. that ring thing yep. with the net
2: uh, yep. of
0: a morning, but with like a Nokia 3310.
2: Yeah, see, I, I feel like that's not not quite enough that's going to do the job, horse. So I'm thinking older. I'm thinking 90s with the, um, well, yeah, I the don't... antenna. I couldn't even think of the brand. I don't know what brand that was. Is it still connected to the
0: car? Because that might be a concern.
2: (laughs) Unless it's got a very long cord. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Which would be easy to retrieve. Yeah. Well, they didn't call it a brick for no reason, horse. Let's just say. This is true.
0: It's good. Hey, next one up. I'm a fan of this one. This this one... uh, this is the Gurning World Championships. Have you guys... Oh, ha- no. Do you guys know what a gurney is? Oh, that's, yeah, that's the yeah, thing I'd, you use to spray oh, the... Co- this is 40. Mate, I'll be all over no it. no No, no, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. A gurney. Get the high Sorry. pressure out. Hard drive. I know, no. Yeah. Sorry. A gurn. Acacia. What a gurney. is not a gurney. What a gurn. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> a, a gurn is an English term. For a facial expression that features a lower jaw protrusion, so I'm gonna do one for you. I've seen these before, so, <laughs> so this is this
2: would be your horse. All oh, right, okay. That's like a g- gurning. It's like Hoo. for all our listeners out there, just so can that I... they can see that, or our YouTube YouTube watchers, horse
0: on our non-existent YouTube channel.
1: Can I um... just say a a gurning world championship would be far more appealing? <laughs> I would have thought. <clears throat>
0: Well, I've seen I've seen pictures of this before and like people line up and like they somehow can crumple their face inwards with their jaw yeah, no, I've protruding seen that. Out, yeah. outwards. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah. and these competitions have been held for many years. So but if we change it to Gurney World Championships, then mm. we can get Ford out in the driveway just gurneying away.
2: What <laughs> right, if, day, you, if, you, every if day. you put
1: gurneying skills into footy skills, like when it comes to forty, he he is like uh two thousand and four Chris Judd with a Gurney. It's unbelievable the skill level that he has. Um, so you know, in two thousand and four Chris Judd is arguably the greatest season anyone's ever put together. So what's
2: what's your favorite um, thing that's, to that's, uh get the gurney out on? Forty? It's big props, friendy. I really appreciate that. Um No, you're welcome. Yeah, I'm getting quite emotional thinking about that. Actually, um, <laughs> well, I'll probably I uh, look. You know, you love love to get the old uh, kasher on the cars. Uh, it yep. Does a good job to clean that. But you know, just cleaning the driveway, I've got to do yeah. a side pass. Actually, after winter, that they've, they've uh, accumulated a little bit of moss, um, mossed up a bit, and all that yeah. sort of stuff. So mm. I just need to give it a bit of a clean. Waiting for a little bit more warmer weather, but uh, really anything horse, um, if it if it could be girded, I'm bringing it out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's the apparel too, though. Like he has the he has the the gum boots that oh, you've match got, it. You like got to put the
2: right right equipment on. You can't be because see, I first seen Freddy out with a gurney with um with thongs on. I'm like, mate, mate, that is that is dangerous. Yeah, uh, and for, you could for, lose a toe. You quick slip viewers, of the old uh, gurney, you, you've lost a big toe. Don't worry about that.
1: For our American listeners, thongs are foot flops. Underwear.
0: Uh, oh. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> We got yes. a large
2: American audience view, viewing. It's,
0: yeah, uh, huge, and they're they're now picturing you in a g-string. <laughs> mm. I
2: have worn
1: uh, I have worn getting. one before on my bucks night, so there you go. A little bit of insight into how Frendy. how was it, Friendy? Very uncomfortable. I was don't understand invi- them. Invigorating? Not at all. It was a <laughs> hand me down. It had, it it had been
2: through about oh. five or six grooms oh okay that's not that's that's rather gross appealing okay that's really (laughs) yeah (laughs) moving on
0: uh our next one actually (laughs) on that note (laughs) i've changed it we've got six now uh the next one second last one is the international (laughs) cherry
2: (laughs) pit and i can see how much you're loving this 40 I, the... can't, I, can't, I can't believe I've just heard what <laughs> just said. Like, I, I don't know how we can move on from that horse. We have honestly. to
0: because if you dwell on that for too long, it's like it's a <laughs> rabbit hole. You'll never come out. Forty. That's, <laughs> there's a downward spiral. As soon as you think about Friendy in a used, like not oh, just used once, but like used by five or oh, so. No, it was,
1: I mean, it had been it have, had been washed. It had been washed with um, nappy so sand. That, if if so you're wondering.
2: That's what they told Just you to pitch a friendly in a in a in a thong to start with. Let alone a thong that has been used five no, times. No, I
1: had a, I had a pretty decent rig back then, so it was all right. I don't think a rig's got anything to do
2: with. <laughs>
1: yeah, well, that's all I had on, so it was exposing more like a fair bit. Oh,
0: that...
2: <laughs> Not a mankini. Yeah,
0: we had hygiene concerns. That's where we were at. <laughs> You could have been five hundred kilograms for all I care, <laughs> and it probably would have been better because then no one would have seen the thong.
1: Hang on, so what world championship are we talking
0: about here? Sorry, where uh, <laughs> the
2: the world thong championship.
0: <laughs> this is the international cherry spit, a cherry pit spitting championship, and I think you're up for this one, Frenny, because. We've got forty on the gurney. Mm. Uh, we've got all of us having a crack at the beards. When we're, yeah, we're yeah. now here at the International Cherry Pit Spitting Championships, where it's pretty simple. It's attempting to spit a cherry pit for the furthest distance that you can. Um, for example, I've got the 2019 winner. He spat a cherry pit 58 feet, so just under. Twenty meters out of his mouth. How do you reckon that's you'd go? Remarkable. That is pretty 20, epic. I reckon.
1: I'm just thinking, like, if I had like a jelly bean in my mouth, that's what I'm thinking. I, I back yeah. myself for ten meters. I reckon.
0: You would need to work up a bit of strength in the cheeks. and we're, yeah. we're not talking about the thong <laughs> again. Forty. <laughs>
2: Which sort of cheeks! Oh, no, that's to? exactly where you
0: were thinking. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: a little cheeky of you there, Ford.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, well played, horse. Thank you. So, tw- twenty meters is the attempt, and I would love to see you on the Instagram with a with a jelly bean, friend. I reckon I'm gonna. I reckon <laughs> I'm gonna give this a crack. That'd be great. Look at us on the socials. We could put forty up doing a gurney. because
1: oh, I opened friendly, up another pun there. Yeah, just leave you leave get, a get a picture of it
2: Jolly Beans in, <laughs> in his thong.
1: <laughs> I want. I, I wanted to give it a crack, and you guys just, uh, just, just, just that oh, blew over your head that one. So I'm, there you
0: go. Oh, the old crack. Yes. No. Sorry. Now I get it. <laughs> yeah. <Yes>. Sorry. <laughs> what about? What about? We get friendly, growing a beard yep. in his thong spitting yep. a jelly bean on a freshly gurneyed driveway
2: with, with his rig out.
0: Borrow, <laughs> oh, look, cause it's a bit, co- and, a bit re- cold at the moment. Rex's old mobile phone <laughs> hidden away yep. somewhere in there as well. Just, just on away. the edge of the,
2: just on his, um on his uh phone on the right and, side. And
1: cause it's a bit cold at the moment. I'll borrow Ford's gumboots as well. All right. <laughs>
2: okay.
0: <laughs> Well, actually, if we're going into the last one, this is the last one. and I wouldn't want you to have uh, gum boots on because you need your toes exposed to be uh, taking part in the World Toe Wrestling Championships. So this is a legitimate thing. You've heard of arm wrestling championships. And do we remember the time that uh, Wendell Saylor broke... Oh, yes. Broke his arm Dude. on... Uh... Did he break his arm or broke someone else's arm? He broke someone else's arm. Yeah, yeah. on the footy show. Uh, well, this is toe wrestling, so a snap toe might be a little easier to watch than a broken arm, uh, but it's it's pretty straightforward. Uh, wrestlers square off barefooted on the floor. Opponents lock their big toes together, then work to push one, another, one another's foot to the sideboard. So think about just two feet, with the th- with the toes locked and you're like pushing back and forth until one of them's flat on the floor hand your hands have to stay flat on the ground as well while your uh non-wrestling feet are held up high in the air so you've got one leg up in the air two hands on the floor and just one foot engaged in the toe wrestling I've I've just got one up on my second screen here horse it's actually quite a remarkable skill yeah hey they have fought to have it uh, officially recognized um, as an Olympic sport. Uh, no luck as yet, but they will keep pressing on with that one. Who? Well, uh, you, surely you get arm wrestling in before toe wrestling, I would have thought. You would think so, probably, if, if any one of the two is going to get in first, it would be arm wrestling. Um, 40, Who's who's going up for this? The thing is with this one, guys, like, Frendy, you've got a history of a, a broken ankle.
2: Mm. I've mm. got,
0: I've had an ankle reconstruction last year,
2: and I've had ankle injuries, a lot of them playing footy. Oh, so we're, so we're no good for this one. Or, I don't think th- we're going to be
1: any good. Does my twelve screws and plate in my foot help strengthen me?
0: Well, that's the question. Oh. Does someone else's hamstring being in my foot would that be a a positive, or would it be illegal for both of us?
2: Wow! We talk. I could win on default. True. Yeah. Uh, forty. Enthralling. This is a such an enthralling uh, conversation. It's well, going I to get actually, even more I enthralling because,
0: because I would like you, forty, to take off your shoes and socks, <laughs> and wrestle your
2: feet, <laughs> your left versus your right. <laughs> You want me to put this on Instagram?
0: Yes, <laughs> With, we'll go know, after Freddy's thong. You could be on the concrete. Do you want to know true, your, um, your own g- feet while he's doing the gurney? <laughs>
1: I'll give you a little, I'll give you a little friendly fun, fun fact for you boys. while you guys are giggling so many off people. The old song. We, um,
0: a foot fact. Did you say give, you no, give I'll, us a I'll fun a, foot I'll, fact?
1: I'll give you a friendly fact, my foot with the screws and plate in it, I can qualify to play wheelchair basketball. Let that sink Um, in.
0: Why not? I think, no offence, friendy, but you would get absolutely tailed.
1: No, let me tell you the issue. So I I was training, and this is no lie, I was training with the Perth Wheelcats. Um, And the issue is I can't as a five point player. So they have oh, yeah. these point systems on the court. So yeah. basically, if you're a five point player, you have to be the best player on the court. Um, because you're the most able, able body on there. Um, and so I I just yeah, I was okay at it. Like I was pretty decent at it, but to be the best on the court, it's it
0: would take years. Well, you've got time. there you go there you go i think that is a wrap and and actually i do think that's a wrap for the for the whole episode maybe we could have the the quickest uh wrap up of an episode in common man history here uh 40 are you okay with that
2: yeah absolutely i mean as long as we don't go to merch merch uh, <laughs> ideas and stuff, then... Oh, here's really merch quick. ideas. What have you got, Freddy? Yeah, guys,
0: it's coming. No, no, seriously, it's on its way. I've, I've looked into <laughs> ideas. I'm not just joking. I'm really... This is really happening. Okay. Oh, well,
1: All I'm going to say is oh, when God. it comes to merch... <laughs> There's been a big clue throughout the whole show tonight, and it's thong. So just think about that. TCM, thong
0: range. Yes. It's, coming. it's coming. love it. I mean, the back of the thong is a T. It makes sense. <laughs> it's just a giant T. Depending on the way that you hold it, you can spell out TCM. <laughs> on that note, thanks for joining that- us, guys. Uh We'll catch you very, very soon. <laughs> well, thanks, guys. Thanks, friendy That was awesome to talk all things Boomers, and it? it sort of segues into our next... <clears throat> oh,
2: sorry. <laughs> I wasn't muted. Sorry, guys.
1: <laughs> and there's the last part of the episode. Ready to go. <laughs>